Yo, Lazarus was dead. He died, he was buried, and for four days, his body lay lifeless in a tomb. Until Jesus showed up. And Jesus showed up and he said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. Jesus, God himself, the resurrection and the life, went out to the tomb and said, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. It is the voice of the Lord, the proclamation of the King. Come out. Leave corruption behind and receive the flesh of incorruption. Come out. Come to Me. I am, your, I am calling you. As your friend, I invite you. As your God, I command you. Come out. Let the stench of your body prove the resurrection. Come alive and enliven. Come out of the tomb. Teach them how all creation will be enlivened in a moment when the trumpet voice proclaims the resurrection of the dead. Come out. Let breath appear in your nostrils. Let blood pulse in your veins. Let the voice sound in your throat. Let words fill your ears. Let vision enlighten your eyes. Let the sense of smell fill your senses. Walk as nature intended as your earthly tent is enlivened by your soul. Come out. Leave behind the burial cloth and glorify the miracle. Leave the revolting stench of death and proclaim the strength of My power. I am calling you, Lazarus, come out. Jesus calls Lazarus by name. And He says, come out of the tomb, come out of the stench of death, and live. Be alive. Live a full life. And it says the same thing to you and to me today. Come out. Come out of your sin. Come out of your hurt. Come out of the selfishness that closes you in. Come out. I am inviting you to life, to love, to joy, to happiness. Come out and live. Leave behind the stench of your sin and your shame and receive my gift of eternal life. You see, Lazarus is a type, is an image, is a prefiguration. Lazarus comes out of the tomb, but he's going to die again. Lazarus is a prefiguration of Jesus and a prefiguration for us. Because in just a couple weeks, Jesus is going to go into the tomb. And He is going to be dead. And He is going to rise again. Never to die. Jesus is going to go to the cross and He's going to die a real death and He's going to conquer Satan. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? And Jesus will die on Good Friday and on Easter Sunday He will rise. 
not to die again like Lazarus, but to live in glory forever and to bring us with Him. Jesus invites Lazarus and invites you and me to live the fullness of life, to live in relationship with Him, to live a covenant relationship with God Himself. And most of us in this church have already entered into that life. Listen to how the prophet Ezekiel describes the life that Jesus gives to us. I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness. A new heart I will give to you. I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you will be clean from original sin, from the influence of the enemy. Does that sound familiar? I will sprinkle clean water upon you. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And at baptism, at that form, we receive the life of God. And our whole life is meant to be receiving that deeper and deeper. Come out. In the rite of baptism, the priest or the deacon tells the parents and godparents, he says, it is your job to help this child to preserve the white garment unstained into eternal life. It is your job, parents and godparents, to help this child to preserve the life that has been given. Because at that point, with the water, we are baptized into Christ's death and into His resurrection. At that point, when we were children or when we were adults or if you're about to be baptized today, God says to you and to me, come out and live. I am giving you a new heart. I am putting within you a new spirit. I am taking out of your flesh the heart of stone that you have and giving you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you. Y'all, God's spirit dwells in you and in me. The Holy Spirit. We are temples of God. And so He calls us out. Out from our sin. Out from our pain. Out from the selfishness that closes us off to others. Love me, He says. Love your neighbor. Come out. And then there's more. It doesn't stop there. It gets even better than that. Not only if we live the right kind of life and we receive God's grace, do we go to heaven when we die. Not only does our spirit separate from our bodies and we get to live this spiritual life in heaven. No, no, no. It's more than that. Because at the end of time, Jesus will return, the archangel will call, the trumpet will blast, and all of our bodies will be raised from the dead. We'll have new bodies, glorified bodies, not like Lazarus' body, which was going to die again, but like Jesus' body after the resurrection. We will glory in the wounds of our lives that proclaim the glory of God. We will be free of the limitations of our bodies. We will be glorious. Don't take my word for it, though. Listen to Ezekiel. I will open your graves 
and raise you from them, O My people, and I will bring you home. You shall know that I am the Lord when I open your grave and raise you from your grave, O My people. And I will put My Spirit within you and you shall live. So God will raise up our bodies, unite our bodies with our souls, glorify our bodies, and we will be perfect. You have cancer? It'll be gone. Dementia? Alzheimer's? No more. No more sickness. No more pain. No more death. Only glory. Maybe, maybe we don't like the way we look. No worries. Because in the resurrection of the body, the glory of our souls, enlightened by the Holy Spirit, will shine forth through our body. And we will be utterly beautiful. I will put My Spirit within you, says the Lord God, and you shall live. So y'all, we have two weeks until Easter. And this is what we're preparing for. This is the point of Lent. To prepare ourselves to more and more fully receive the resurrection. To come out from our sin and our pain and our selfishness. To come out from those things that hold us back and to live life fully alive and at the end of, at the end of our lives to go to heaven and to be with God forever, and at the end of time, to receive even our bodies back. And the whole point of Lent is to till the soil of our hearts. The whole point of every suffering of our lives is to till the soil of our hearts to better and more deeply receive that grace, receive that gift, to receive everything from God. And so I don't know how your Lent has been. I'll be honest with you, like I haven't done a real good job keeping my Lenten practices, my resolutions, my penances, whatever you call them. Maybe, maybe you and I are in the same boat. Maybe we haven't done a good job so far this Lent. Maybe, some people here, maybe you didn't get do a Lenten penance at all. Or, maybe you're having the best Lent of your life. Like wherever, wherever you are, wherever we are, we got two weeks. We got two whole weeks until Easter. And if we hadn't been doing too well this Lent, or if we hadn't even been doing anything for Lent, well, praise God. Like, we got two weeks to prepare. And God wants to work miracles in your life and in mine in these two weeks. And if you've had the best Lent ever so far, well, praise God. you got two weeks left. And God still has graces and wants to deepen the graces of Lent. That's what we're preparing for. That's what Lent's about. And that's what these two weeks are for. So might we persevere in prayer, recommit to our resolution, and love our neighbor, to prepare ourselves for the resurrection, to receive God's life even now, and to come out of our tombs 